Today, we're going to take a look at cannabis stocks. Is the green rush over? Uh, taking a look at um, some mergers and acquisitions, the deal tracker, who's buying what, some capital raises, um, investments, and all of that. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, capital markets analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast. All right, looking at the stock cannabis gainers and losers for the week. Um, you know, I always try to find something that's trading at least $3 because if you're looking at Iantha's capital holdings that was up 24%, that sounds great. And then you realize it's trading at 31 cents. And so that's not really what we want. That's a penny stock. So I don't want to be taking a look at, you know, um, you know, anything that's, that's penny stocks, Can, uh, cannabis pharmaceuticals down 4%, 4.7% to 32 cents. Who cares? So Scott's miracle grow that was down, um, or excuse me, up 2% to $177. That's better. Uh, and same thing on the downside. So yeah, something that was down 21%, you're like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to buy the dip, but you realize it's trading at 55 cents. Hexo is at 89 cents. They were down 12% uh, earlier this week or late last week. Um, you know, I almost gambled on that one, but I decided to stay back because again, it's, it's at 80 something cents and that FOMO triggers me wanting to get in. And then logically I'm like, no, that's a terrible idea. So looking at GW pharmaceuticals down 4% to $126. That's, that's better. Um, you know, if, if you are trying to buy the dip, I'm not saying to buy the dip, but Zenibus Global down 10% to 4 cents. Man, I wouldn't touch that with your money. We had some companies reporting uh, earnings recently. Vario Health, they revealed a third quarter revenue of $13 million. That's up 68% year over year. Rubicon Organics, they saw a 219% spike in net revenue for the third quarter compared to the previous three-month period. The Flower Corporation, they disclosed a gross revenue of around $3.5 million in the third quarter, which is 64% higher in the same period, but still posting a net loss for the third quarter. And Planet 13 reports the highest quarter of sales ever. So they had uh, quarter revenues of $22.8 million for the third quarter. That's up 36.5%. And they reported income of $200,000. That's compared to a net loss of $1.7 million in the same period of last year. <laughs> Gross profit before uh, biological adjustments was $13 million or 56.9% versus a gross profit of 9.9 million or 59% in the third quarter last year. So is the green rush over? This article from Benzinga asked, what is the green rush and is it over? So demand for legal cannabis is expected to remain steady or continue to increase. The days of the green rush are over, perhaps temporarily put on hold. Beginning around April 2019, cannabis stocks began plunging, showing double-digit losses by the end of the summer. Investors had seen a staggering $20 billion in market cap evaporate into thin air. So Yahoo Finance outlined four primary reasons for the precipitous plunge in value. Supply issues in Canada, poor operating results, share-based dilution, and a lack of investor confidence. So the year 2020 brought chaos and confusion to countries around the world amid the coronavirus pandemic, impacting businesses small and large. So one analyst suggested that another green rush began in March as people stuck in quarantine and made sure to stock up on cannabis, fueling a record-breaking sales. However, it's too soon to judge that if the green rush has staying power. So nothing lasts forever. Cannabis green rush may have run its course for now, but there's no telling what the future holds with the law, uh, with the strong consumer demand and increasing favorable regulatory landscape in the U.S. The new green rush could be right around the corner. In fact, this article says that the U.S. cannabis legal market could hover for $41 billion by 2025. So annual market 
medical and rec sales estimated to grow at a compounding annual growth rate of 21%, hitting more than 41 billion by 2025. So that's according to recent data compiled by cannabis-oriented analytics company New Frontier Data. The firm revealed the findings in the latest update to their cannabis report. And so the revision tackles a scaled market estimate directly after the passing of six cannabis ballot initiatives, plus study of cannabis consumer habits influenced by the pandemic. So among some of the other important findings are that around 39% of the total cannabis demand in the U.S. will be answered through the legal transactions by 2025. In other words, more than a third will not be black market. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> annual legal sales of medical cannabis are estimated to advance at 19% compounded annual growth rate through 2025 to around 16.3 billion. And while recreational sales should grow at 23% compounded annual growth rate to 25 billion. So history is happening right before our eyes as the events of 2020 are fundamentally redefining the U.S. cannabis market and will continue to do so for years to come. As the founder and CEO of New Frontier Data said in a statement, the new report, Cannabis in America for 2021 and Beyond, a new normal in consumption and demand was presented in collaboration with the cannabis-focused private equity firm who said that in 2021, it was likely to see the legal cannabis markets mature even further as it continues to cannibalize the much larger illicit market. All right, and finally, the cannabis deal tracker. So cannabis transactional activity ending November 27th saw $158 million lower volume with two more transactions versus the prior week and saw 62% higher dollar volume with four more transactions versus the previous year. So there was uh, tracking of six capital raise transactions totaling 27.6 million versus two transactions totaling 17 million during the same week in 2019, with the average tranche size being 4.6 million this week versus eight and a half million the prior period. So the largest capital raise, it went to Forefront Ventures, the second largest competitor in Washington state with a growing presence in Illinois and Massachusetts, Michigan, and California for a total gross proceeds of 17.25 million in terms of public versus private capital raises. All six of this week's capital raises were closed by public companies. So far in 2020, public companies have accounted for 82% of all capital raises versus 65% for the same period in 2019. And in 2020, public companies have accounted for 81% of total dollar raise versus 69% the same period last year. So of the six public companies, all are listed on the Canadian exchange, five on the Canadian stock exchange and one on the Toronto stock exchange. And all four also trade on other exchanges, one being on OTC and two on uh, pink sheets and one on the FTSE. So equity versus debt capital raise, equity-based capital accounted for five of the week's six close raises at 92.8% of the dollar raised. So the largest debt raise on November 23rd was XS Financial, a specialty finance company providing equipment leasing to cannabis and hemp companies, announced the closing of a $2 million senior secured revolving credit facility with an FDIC insured bank with a loan term of two years and a rate set at 8%. Uh, or prime plus four, whichever is greater. So that's interesting that an FDIC insured bank was going to lend them money. That's a, that's a pretty good indicator of uh, some normalcy in the marketplace. And then cap raised by sector, six capital raises were spread across five different industry sectors, two in cultivation and retail, one in biopharma, one in hemp, one in investment M&As, and one in consulting services. Nice little mix up there.
and mergers and acquisitions. So they tracked zero M&As in, in that week. So no mergers to uh, to speak of for, for this report. So I guess that does it. Uh, find out more, you're going to have to come back to The Talking Hedge and find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.